0: Football pod with Paddy and Andy. When Gooch gets
1: back out into the pocket, like, I remember trying to practice this for about six months after I was nearly disconnected. <laughs> he does it two or three times in the first half. It's sensational. Download the OTB Sports app and subscribe to the GEA podcast feed
2: now. The OTB Podcast Network with GetsEtGo. Black box car insurance lets young drivers bounce past high cost premiums. Drive safe and save more with getsetgo.ie. Football on Off The Ball
1: With Paddy Powers, save our game Donating at least 100000 to Irish football Via England Goals this summer Gamble responsibly Gamblingcare.ie John Giles is with us As always, evening John Good morning, So we're through to group stage uh, you enjoying the football?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's picked up as it normally does In these competitions uh, As we go along Hmm. I think it'll be really good now uh, once we got over the, the, the group stages.
1: And strangely, we've had all these matches over the last two weeks and we've only lost eight of the 24 teams. So still 16 teams in it. So still a lot of good football to come. Uh, if you were to pick one team that stood out that you've enjoyed watching the most, who would it be?
0: Oh, I find it difficult. I don't <laughs> find
1: that difficult, uh, Nathan. Um, I
0: think Italy have been very, very professional and. and there hasn't been much publicity about them. Getting on with the job, um, I think they've been very, very impressive. Um, I mean, obviously you've got uh, France. I don't think they've hit their best yet. Yeah. Spain, Spain, haven't been there. I don't think they've done it at all. Um, Portugal, a little bit. Germany, you know, it's been inconsistent in that group. Germany beating Portugal well. Uh, and then, well, I don't know if they were lucky enough to get a draw at the end to get through. Right? And so it, it, it happens in, in big competitions like that. You know, a lot of teams that win them don't get off to a good start. Right? Yeah. So we'll see more next week, definitely see more next week when, when, when it's set, settled into the the real knockout stages.
1: Yeah, we do kind of have to remind ourselves of that all the time that in tournament competition it's not necessarily the best team that always wins it it's not necessarily the most exciting team that always wins it it's the team that can grind out results sometimes like we saw 5 years ago with Portugal where they didn't even win a game in the group stage they'd extra time they'd penalties but somehow they just had about enough every day.
0: Yeah, it it is it, it's amazing like that. I mean if you go back to England it winning the cup in in uh, in 66 uh, mm. uh, Nathan they got off to a terrible start, and I think there was a competition that Italy won. I think it was around eighty-two, eighty-eighty-two. Uh, they were they were they wanted to hang the, the manager, in the early stages back in Italy, and went on to win it. Yeah. So it does happen. Teams do grow in these particular competitions.
1: It- Sixty-six. England drew Uruguay in their first match. They beat Mexico 2-0, and then they beat France 2-0. So your memory after that uh, 0-0 draw against Uruguay, first time round, was that uh, questions were been asked about Alf Ramsey?
0: Oh, definitely at that time, yeah. Well, he, 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 he didn't get a good start, mate, and, then, and then he made dramatic changes. Right. I mean, he, he went with two wingers to start off. Uh, and Because Alan Ball wasn't in the team. Martin Peters wasn't in the team when they started off. So he, he he dropped the wingers and put two extra midfield players in, which makes a huge difference. They went on mm. to win it. And of course, Jimmy Greaves uh, uh, got injured. Well, I don't know if he was injured or whether he was left out uh, in that particular competition as well.
1: Yeah, and like, I guess at the time as well, Roger Hunt was probably the superstar, but Jeff Hurst is the one who comes in and makes his name and wins the World Cup for England.
0: Yeah, well, well, that's when, when Greaves went out. I mm. mean, Greaves was one of the best players i ever played against, he was a genius. Uh, Nathan but but they didn't get a good start and you supposed to have got a knock but I'm not so sure about that I think he put Jeff Horst in it and left Jimmy Greaves out so Jimmy Greaves only missed about what three three matches or so for England over a long period of time because he got back in the team again but he missed out in the World Cup in 66 that's the way it goes
1: yeah I guess it it shows the difficulty that maybe managers face in these tournaments. And last week when we were talking about England and Gareth Southgate, uh, you were making that point of, you know, he's in this position. He still doesn't seem to know his best team. That managers, they have to be adaptable at the same time. That if a uh, Saka comes in or a Grealish comes in and they play well and they suddenly have momentum and form, it, it's a difficult balance to get. Do you stick with them or do you go back to a Phil Foden who maybe you came into the t- tournament thinking was going to be your main man? Well,
0: to be honest, I don't think Southgate came into it, uh, Nathan, mm. and he didn't know his best team. I honestly don't think he knows. I still don't think he knows his best team. That, that's 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 my take on him. Yeah, I mean, if you go back to go back to last week, it, 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 last week's match, um, the the like he, he made a few changes. He put Grealish out on the left wing, put Sterling well, I don't know where Sterling was playing, and brought Saka in. He made a few changes. Um, and, and the amazing thing was, I found, anyway, watching the game, in the first 15 minutes, they played really well. They had Saka on the right right wing, out wide, and they had Grealish out on the left, more or less on the left wing. Mm. And this is what I found strange. And, Saka made a good, beat a couple of players in the lead-up to the goal, which opened it up a bit, and then it was played out to Grealish. Grealish did really well, beat the full-back, crossed it, and Sterling scored. And if you look at, look at the match again, that was probably the last time that Grealish stayed out in the left wing, Nathan. He was... I found it extraordinary. This is where you've got the balance, you've got, the, mm. you've got to score a good goal. And, and Sterling and, and him more or less played up front together, in, in each other's way, in my opinion. And from then on, England got worse and worse. And then they made they made five changes for the second half. So, uh, you know, when you go into a competition like this, obviously there's changes you have to make. Yeah. Which is basically, you should know your best team. Mm. And I haven't a clue uh, what, what England's best team. I haven't a clue what, what, what team they're going to play in the next match. I honestly don't think he knows. Yeah. So what's the problem? That's
1: a big problem. Grealish at his best, what we've seen at club level with Aston Villa, has been playing off the left. I know even Villa tried to play him, say, as a midfield three at one stage, and it sort of negated his influence quite a bit. But when he went back to playing on the left of a front three, he's been absolutely devastating. Mm. Can you understand in any way why Southgate may want him in a more central role at times, in in that number 10 role where he might get on the ball a bit more?
0: No, well he doesn't, like even for, for, for um, Villa, he doesn't play that far forward into the middle of the field. You know, I mean, he's, he's left side, uh, and more goes, goes out to the left wing rather than inside. You know, what I saw him the other day, Sterling and him were, were, were pretty much together. If you ever get a chance to look at it, have a look at it, Knighton. You know, they started out in the left wing, and when he starts in that position, Grealish, when it's time to go very wide, that's what he does. And that's how he picked up the ball the other day in, in, in the, the English move. And then he's one-on-one on one with the fullback, which he did. Crossed it and Sterling gets a header in. But if you watch it again, he, he hardly stayed on. The, 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 there was no balance to it. You know, I, 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 don't, I can't, as a manager, see Southgate, watch that, and not tell him to get back out. Mm. In, in, into the position that he wanted to play because you've got to have a balance to a team. You've know, you got to have somebody wide on the right, somebody wide on the left. generally speaking. And, and then he was, well, what I saw, him, he was beside Sterling all the time and, and, and the, most of were up the middle of the field most of the time. And from then on, they didn't play well at all, uh, England. And then there's five changes made in the, in, in the second half. You know, you, I, don't think, I don't think he could possibly know what his best team is. And he's a lot of talented players, Nathan, as we know. Yeah. You know but but you know, they have to be well managed as well. Now, you can, it, can, it can happen in football where he's doing what he's doing and it's going to work out well. Mm. It can happen because he's a lot of experienced players. But the, the best way to do it is to know your team coming into it, stick to it as much as you possibly can. Obviously, you get players in, you need to rest now and again. But I, I, I don't think he has a clue as to what his best team is at the moment and we're two, two or three matches into the competition.
1: In terms of what Grealish did do th- during the game then, and this was a big moment for him starting a match of this magnitude, mm. uh, w- were you impressed with him technically when he got on the ball, what he tried to do when he got on the ball? Yeah, I think
0: he's good. I think he's a very good player. I, I, think, I think Foden is... is I mean, what you need in a team is players to go past players. Mm. Uh, Saka can do it. Grealish can do it. Foden can do it. Right, but we haven't seen enough of them. It in, I mean, what I'm saying is, like, if you're preparing the the, the the team like Southgate or any manager does, you have to know. Okay, Grealish is a very good player, and and you could now and again he could he could play him and play Foden, but but you have a balance to it. Yeah, you know, I don't think I don't think the two of them can play in the same team. To be quite honest, Um but but you the, the two of them we know can play wide, mm. but. but Know that and put them in. If, if it wasn't Grealish, put put Foden in. You know, before the match, before the, that there was Foden, and it, I, I don't know what I, I I just don't think he knows the best team. And you should know your best team going into a competition. Now, obviously there are changes to be made. Yeah. But what I saw on, on on the on the weekend with Grealish, having done what he did and done extremely well to create the goal, which was fairly on in the game, he never played on the left wing after that or out even wide on the left, a little bit.
1: And I guess you've got to assume he's... I don't
0: understand that. I can't he, see how a manager can watch the game and not say to him, even before the match, now don't be, don't be wandering off. stay out in the left wing as much as you possibly can.
1: Yeah. You'd have to assume then that that was the manager's decision to keep Grealish away from that left-hand side.
0: Well, I think, I think Grealish just did it. I don't think it was under the orders from the, 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 the manager. Right. I can't see why the manager would would instruct him Mm. to, to go into the middle of the field having done what he did and did extremely well. But how he didn't put him back out again, I don't, I can't understand.
1: Yeah. Um, when we were building up to the tournament we spoke a lot about England's attacking talent and maybe some questions about them defensively they haven't fired on all cylinders yet in front of goal and Harry Kane has been a big issue there have been a lot of questions about him some drop a lot deeper at times particularly in the first half to just try and get himself into the game and involved in the game is that what you want from Harry Kane when things aren't happening for him that actually he does drop deep and he gets touches on the ball and he tries to create some things if things aren't happening close to the goal for him
0: I think he has been doing that for a while, mm. uh, Nathan, playing for Spurs. And I think it's made him a better player because he's, he, he, from that position. I mean, if you look at Harry Kane in Spurs, uh, he, he's doing that. He's making more goals than he ever made. Yeah. And he's still scoring the amount that he's always scored, Nathan. You know, that's a complete player. But if, if you don't have the English team balanced out, now he looked a bit tired in that in, the, in, 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 in a couple of the matches, all right. He, he didn't look himself. But I think from the other day, I think he, he was up for it. I thought he, he, he had plenty of life about him, but 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 he wasn't in the position, or wasn't they weren't playing in, in the formation, or that you should be playing in, to make the most from him. Mm. To be honest, I think he was having a go. and he actually he nearly scored a very very good goal. But I mean, if, if you what you need is, 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 is that Sacklead out the right and Greenish out in the left, and leave the space for for. for Harry Kane to do what he needs to do, whether it's coming deep or not. I mean, he, he was coming deep in other matches and not getting the ball yeah. for England. So it, 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 I don't think it's... He, he didn't look himself already. He looked a bit it, a bit tired in the first match. Uh, but the other day, he played okay. But, but, but again, I'd go back to... When, when you, you're playing the team, you want a balance. You want somebody wide on the right, somebody wide on the left. That's what England had. They've scored a goal from it. And next thing, Grievous is gone.
1: Mm. You touch on what Kane has done with his game this season and we've seen it with Tottenham and so he mm. ends the season as top scorer in the Premier League and mm. he also ends the season with the most assists in yeah. the Premier League but when he drops deep for Tottenham an awful lot of things seem to happen around him and say heung Son in particular knows exactly where to make the run at the right time so Kane can release him and like their link of play was exceptional last season mm. is that just that they're club teammates they've been together for the last four or five years they are training together every day. There's a level of understanding that is impossible to replicate at international level for Kane yes. with a with a Sterling or Grealish or Foden.
0: Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it's impossible to 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 do the same at international level, uh, Nathan. I mean, if in the in the first start of the game, Grealish is playing on the left, mm. right now, once he disappears from that position, that doesn't make it easy for Harry Kane. I mean, if you look at Son. When Son is playing for, for, for Spurs, he doesn't move from that position, Nathan. Does right. he? You know, he's down on the left side, that's yeah. what he does. And that's where Harry Kane brings him into the game, because you, you, need, you, you need that in the team. You need a, a, a balance, somebody wide, somebody on the right, somebody wide on, wide on the left. And that's what Son doesn't stay that wide, but he's always on the left-hand side of the field and scores his goals from that position. Now, if you go to the match the other day, Grealish didn't score from the position he was in on the left, but he made the goal. Mm. And next thing, he's gone. Now, that doesn't do Harry Kane. I mean, he can't find Grealish down the left-hand side of the pitch for England, as he does Son, if he disappears from the position.
1: Yeah. I I, I guess the other difference uh, is that you know, Tottenham, one of the big criticisms of them last season was that they were very defensive under Jose Mourinho and they became a counter-attacking side. Uh, England haven't really had that sort of opportunity in the group stage because most of the teams they played against sat quite deep and they probably had to try and create something and didn't seem to have that in them. I- against Germany on Tuesday, do you think actually there's a real opportunity for England to get the best out of Harry Kane if, if Germany come out and come at them and maybe there is a bit more space there for the likes of Grealish and Sterling to get in behind if Kane does drop deep?
0: Well, well, well Nathan, if Grealish is playing and he did, he does what he did the other day mm. and doesn't stay wide, it's going to be a mess again. Yeah. You, you know, like, okay, Grealish is different to Son, but but whoever's playing wide plays wide. mm and that's it. Now, when he disappeared, he went up the middle. And it was like him and Sterling were very close to each other. Have you ever get a chance to watch it again? Right? Grealish is in no position. So Harry Kane is never going to find him. Right. Or anybody else is never going to find him. So it's all a balance in football. When you get, if, you, if Harry Kane is doing what he's doing at sports, which is mostly Son, he's he made many, many goals for Son, who's a terrific player. Right? It on, on Saturday, really does well in what he did in getting the cross over. And next thing, he's not there anymore. So how how can Harry Kane find him? Mm. You know, he shouldn't be allowed to do that. First of all, he shouldn't do it. But as, as soon as if he does for five minutes, the manager should be on to him and say, "Get back out there. That's what I picked you to do." But I don't know whether the manager saw it or not. If he if he, if he saw it and didn't put it right, it's worse than not seeing it.
1: Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll find out a lot I guess about England on Tuesday night against Germany uh, all our football and off the ball is with thanks to Paddy Power save our game they're donating 10,000 euro to Irish football for every goal England score at the Euros and Tuesday's goal from Raheem Sterling brought the total to 20,000 euro for Irish football so far and they're already divvying out that money to some clubs around Ireland it's all with thanks to Paddy Power for information on responsible gambling visit gamblingcare.ie uh, John Giles is with us John a lot of people Myself included uh, Sat down last Friday night To watch Scotland Against England And we saw Billy Gilmore Come in for his first International start And produce a bit Of a masterclass In midfield And thought to ourselves John Giles knows a lot About midfield football Because from day one With Billy Gilmore You felt this guy Was destined for the very top
0: Well, well he used to be- I've said last year Or uh, whatever it was Nathan mm. He's the best young player I've seen in the midfield position For, for a long time a and, long time because and, there's different types of yeah. midfield players like Declan Rice is a midfield player uh, Phillips is a right player. but they can't they can't do what this guy does which is to dominate the game and dictate the game from the midfield position with his positional sense and, and, and his skill on the ball and his use of the ball and he's only a young fella but he really has the makings uh, uh, Nathan in my opinion
1: when you think back to seeing him and, and like he is such a young player like I remember this time last year you were picking your all-time Scotland 11 and you put Gilmore on your shortlist even though he hadn't played for Scotland because you felt he had such potential and you played with Billy Bremner we know how highly you rated Graeme Souness what is it about a, a Billy Gilmore at 17 18 that you can sort of tell even at that stage that if he stays on the right track he has the ability to not just become a good, great midfield player, somebody who can become one of the great midfield players over the next 15 years. Yeah,
0: well, the, well, the first thing, uh, night in, in playing in that position for such a young player, that he, is such, as young as he is, is positional sense. You know, you might have heard me on about positional mm. sense. You, hear, you don't hear much about it. But positional sense, particularly for a midfield player, is 90% of the job. In other words, getting in a position... Because again, if, when you're on the on playing football, Nathan, as you know, there's 20 outfield player, players, and they're all all competing for space. Because the more space you have, the more you can do on the ball. Now, uh, with, with Gilmore and and, and Modridge, actually, if he, if he could keep looking at Modridge, who was great in the two matches, being been a great player, and uh, even better. It's it, it's getting in a position where to receive the ball, where there's nobody appears to be around you. Mm. In other words, the space to do it, because everybody's competing for space on the pitch. There's 18 players out there. So when I saw Gil- Gil- uh, young Gilmore playing the first time, then I thought, well, he's, got- he's very deep there. That's-, that's brilliant. Most of the other players get too far ahead of the ball. They-, they don't know where the next ball is going to be. Mm. So it's positional sense. In other words, in the right position, and nobody seems to be near you. Now, if you, and- and if you have the time to get on the ball, turn on the ball, now you can pick out a pass, but it's making that space is the important thing. And from a midfield player's point of view, what I, what I found, anyway, was that if the right back is on the ball and you're a midfield player, can I get it from him? No. No. So if I don't get the, the next top ball, where is he going to hit it? Right? So say the fullback is hitting it to the left back. You can't get the, get the ball off the right back. But he's hitting it to the left back. And what I found with the top players, while the ball's in the air, He's making his way to the left-back, and nobody sees it, Nathan. Yeah. So when the left-back gets it, he's in a position to receive it. And you say, oh, that's easy. He can turn on the ball there. That's one element of doing it in the, mid, mm-hmm. in the midfield position. And when the, the, the first time I saw him, he was doing that. He was doing that. He was getting in a position, in a deep position, to receive the ball, facing where he wants to be. 90% of the game, Nathan, the, the rest of your game then is distributing the ball and being able to distribute it and obviously I don't know whether he's two-footed or not but he's, but he's very good on his right foot to pick the ball out mm. but you have time and space to do it and that's called positional sense you, don't, you hear very few, few people talking about it but it's, that's like the secret of the game there's very few people have it and young Gilmore has it you could tell from day one that well he's, getting, he's taking positions up there that nobody else has taken up
1: Is it very unusual for a player of that age to have it to that ability?
0: Well, there's two I don't know the young players you know, Nathan. There's two things with him. He does it instinctively mm. or he knows what he's doing. And usually with players like that, they know what they're doing. Right. Because you so would... can only get better. And yeah. what he's got to do is get a film home from from, from the, 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 the England match where Modridge played and particularly the Scottish match. Mm. He was absolutely brilliant. He's well. He's one of the great players. I think he's nearly thirty six now, and and, and he, he's learned the game. He's learned the game inside out. As, as mid, midfield players of his caliber do. Now, as long as he can keep his legs, he 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 get better and better. At Modric. And if this kid should take, he didn't play. He didn't play against him, did he? The other night, he didn't no, play in the match, No, no, think, Unfortunately, not. No, no. He couldn't. Well, he couldn't play. But what he should do is is, is get a video of that game and get a video of the England game particularly and other games of Modric and he will really really learn things from that and become as good
1: as Modric mm. Can you teach that John? Because when we talk about you know, football philosophy in mm-hmm. this country like that sort of player transforms a Scottish midfield for the next generation potentially yep. because he unlocks so much we've seen yep. what Luka Modric has done with Croatia he's brought them to a World Cup final albeit yep. with talent around him mm-hmm. it, they, you know, if you get a 12, 13 year old and you teach them the right things, can you learn that? Or is that just some sort of natural ability that, that just comes along once every 50 years?
0: I'd say if they have it, you can teach them more. Right. Nathan. But I, I, I think it'd be very difficult uh, to teach anybody that doesn't have it. Mm. it, 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 it it's, it's sort of not something you can teach somebody to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. You you can teach him certain elements of the game, but but that particular situation... I mean, my my first experience of that was was the great Johnny Haynes. Did you ever hear of Johnny Haynes? He played for Fulham in the old days. Right? Johnny Haynes. He played for England, and he played for Fulham. And I remember watching Johnny Haynes for the first time, and Johnny Haynes was doing something I'd never seen before, which in the old days, you had inside right, inside left, and you stayed in those positions. Johnny Haynes if the left back was on it, on the ball, he'd be over to the left back to receive it from him. If the right back was on it, he'd do that. So he wasn't, he, he wasn't stationed in the inside right or the inside left position. Do you know what I mean, Nathan? Mm. Now, I, I don't know if that's difficult to explain or not, but like if you see Gilmore playing now, or Modridge playing now, he's neither in the inside right position
1: or the inside left position. He's where the ball is. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, I, he's, he's always given the angle.
0: Always given the angle, but knows where it wants to be that, mm. that, 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 that 's what you find with a great players so like a Modridge's case and hope, hopefully with young Gilmore, he learn as he goes along as I said if you can 't say the right back is on you can 't have it from him mm. he 's going to hit it he 's got to hit it somewhere nathan he 's got to hit it somewhere right so what the, what the great players like Modridge do, they read where it 's going to be, and then say it's going up the center forward. He's there before anybody else. The centre-forward knocks it Because what a lot of players do when the ball's in the air, I found, is they, knock, they watch the ball. Yeah. Nathan, and they watch to see where it's going. Right Now, if you're a mid-fair player like Gilmore, the ball is played up to the centre-forward. He's on his way, right, in the position to receive it from the centre-forward before mm. it gets there. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, Yeah, and also at times then which I thought was really noticeable with Modric the last night and maybe it's why he can continue to be so good at nearly 36 and maybe even for years after this is his ability to also pick the right time not to move That oh, yeah. there were lots of but, occasions I'd watched Modric and actually he just stood still and the yes. ball ping ponged off him around to the other players yeah and
0: then because he knows it's, it's, it's no point in running mm. if, if, if you're not going to get it Nathan that's why you, you hear about players who say who, 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 what's your man like oh he's, good, he's brainless you know, because he's going to run uh, when he should be staying still. Yeah. And, 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 and a lot of play, I mean, if you go back to Kenny Dagley's playing you know, up front, more or less, mate. Like, Kenny, you could hardly ever remember Kenny running enough awful lot. You know, but he'd always be in position to receive the ball uh, be, before anybody else. That's, that's, that's It's called positional sense, right? Being in the right position at the right time to receive the ball. Yeah. Yeah, I've played with a lot of players and he said, headless chicken. Yeah. I've seen them. why he's running somewhere where he's no chance of getting the ball. Now, like, he'd be like a stop, stop clock. He'd be, he'd be right twice a day. In other words, if he makes 10 runs, like, Don Cleese would make 10 runs and get the ball 10 times. Right. A brainless chicken would run 10 times might get it twice. Yeah, yeah. But that's what separates the great players from, from the ordinary players. And the Gilmore player as a young lad, as I said, if, if he can watch as, as much as Modridge as he possibly can, then he'd learn and learn and learn as he goes along. But, but, but they have to have it in them at a young age anyway, Nathan. There's lots of players right. that I knew uh, that you could tell them all uh, ten times a day, look, get into position, and, and they wouldn't see it. They just don't see it, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Gilmore now, because there's a lot of speculation that maybe Chelsea might actually let him go on loan. Uh, this season, so he gets first team football. We've seen with Phil Foden the benefits of staying at Manchester City. Uh, I guess perhaps Thomas Tuchel at Chelsea is looking at N'Golo Kante and thinking I have a player like that that I, I can already well, use. And,
0: yeah, I wouldn't let him go. Right. I'll tell you why. Because you don't know what influence he's coming under.
2: Mm, yeah, they're you talking could about go him going go
0: Where they're, they're the manager was saying, What are you doing back there? What are you doing there? What are you doing there? And he's ruined. Yeah. He's ruined. I, I I would keep Gilmore there, even if, even if I wasn't playing him every week. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't let anybody go near him. Right. Uh, 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 you know because that I've seen I've seen certain things with managers before, or coaches can ruin ruin people, where a kid is doing the natural thing and the right thing, and there's something. What are you doing there? You should be up ahead of the pitch there.
1: Well, wh- wh- why not have him on the training pitch with N'Golo Kante every day?
0: Well, she Cante the, 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 the is. Kante is is is, is he, he can do that that's what I say i I'd, mm. I'd keep him there, I'd keep him at Chelsea because he'd play a certain amount of matches, but he wouldn't be there's nobody going to ruin him
2: yeah yeah
1: and
0: uh, he get a fair, he'd get, he'd get his fair share of games uh, uh Nathan you know I think he will
1: yeah it'll be interesting to see what they decide to do mm. and we need to take a very quick break, John, stick with us. Football
2: on Off the Ball. With Paddy Powers,
1: Save Our Game. Donating at least 100,000 to Irish football via England goals this summer gamble responsibly gamblingcare.ie Alright you're welcome back John Giles is with us on this Thursday evening we are of course looking at Euro 2020 and the end of the group stages Cristiano Ronaldo John top scorer in the group stages Uh, another 36 year old doing the business 5 goals in the group stage so far he's on 109 international goals in 178 appearances one more for the all time record have you ever seen a better goal scorer than Cristiano Ronaldo
0: no I've never seen anybody with the attitude of Ronaldo in, in the game, Nathan. He's, he's interested in one thing and one thing only, scoring goals. You know, they used to say players years ago, ah, he doesn't do anything else but score goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look well, at his temperament, want? Nathan, you know, his temperament is, you could, if you watch, well, we've all watched Ronaldo, he could go 15 minutes, Nathan, without mm-hmm. touching the ball. And it doesn't bother him. Like most players, if you haven't touched the ball, he thinks, "Geez, I better get into the game here." He's only got one thing in his mind: I'm going to score. Yeah, I'm going to score. I mean, even the matches I saw him recently, he's hardly in the game. Hard to get a touch of the ball, in terms of making goals. He doesn't make many goals for people, right? But he has this temperament that no, I'll wait and I'll wait and I'll wait and I will wait. And next thing, before you know it, I mean, the match before last when he when he scored two. Remember, yeah. 19, and he scored a penalty and, and uh, uh, another goal. He scored two in one of the matches there, anyway. And he hardly got a kick at the ball. And that's what he does regularly. You know, he doesn't make many goals. He doesn't, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't lose the ball either. I mean, he's good on the ball. He yeah. lets it go simple. But he can go ages. And that takes a, a, t- a temperament of its own to say, in, in other words, yeah, and, and he wants to be the star. And he and
1: he usually is well. Well, on that because it's it's incredible yeah. considering his record and all he's achieved and will go down as one of the greatest of all time. Yet mm. still during this tournament, you hear criticism about his attitude and mm. the way he looks at his teammates when Jota doesn't pass him the ball yeah. at the right yeah. time, or yeah. when someone does pass him yeah. the ball for his goal, he doesn't celebrate with his teammates. It's no. all about Cristiano. No. Would, you, no. would you would you would you like would you like to have played with Cristiano Ronaldo? Could you um, have put up with him? Yeah. I would
0: because I know he 's going to score goals, yeah I mean I, I go back a long time to Jimmy Greaves. I might have talked about Jimmy Greaves was a genius, mm. right Jimmy greaves so you wouldn 't see him sometimes for twenty minutes, and next thing he 's sticking the ball in the back of the net,, Nathan. yeah, now he played with the great Dave Mackay you know, who demanded a lot and a lot. I never heard Dave Mackay demanding anything of Jimmy Greaves because he knew what he was going to do was the most important thing on the pitch, which is score goals. Mm. And that's what Ronaldo does. I don't think he cares about anybody else. And when, when I didn't like him when he was first at Manchester United, because I thought he was too selfish, I didn't realise at the time what he was made of and had this mentality to go for ages without touching the ball, but finish up scoring two goals. It's amazing. Uh, you know, like Jimmy Greaves was the nearest I, I saw to that. Yes. He, wasn't, he wasn't, and he'd be in the game more than, than Ronaldo would. He doesn't care. I I think he's selfish. But if if you've got a selfish guy scoring the amount of goals he does, you live with him.
1: Yeah. And you get the sense when you listen to the former Manchester United players who played with him how much they loved him because of what he gave them. Uh, You could even see the respect that was there from Karim Benzema last night towards Ronaldo and from the outside there would have been a feeling that maybe Ronaldo completely overshadowed Benzema but then you think Benzema has four Champions League winners medals because of what Cristiano Ronaldo did.
0: Well well, he'd have the respect for what he did and has done Nathan, which is phenomenal. Right? You wouldn't necessarily like him (laughs) yeah. <laughs> necessarily so. I mean, he, he, you saw him the other day when Jota wasn't it? Didn't yeah. pass him the ball, and he's thrown his arms up in the air, and that because he didn't get it. People don't like that night,
1: but he do, doesn't care. Do do do. I, as do the players. Does a, a Jota in that position when we all see Ronaldo's reaction? Mm. Do players go okay? But we're probably not going to win this tournament without Cristiano Ronaldo. So I just got to put it.
0: he wouldn't like it anyway. Man. Right. He wouldn't like it. Nobody likes it. But but he'd he'd live with him because that's what Ronaldo does. This is what's phenomenal about him. Yeah. You know, I I, I don't see him as, as, of course, he's a team player because of the goals he scores for you. Right? But he wouldn't be a team player in in, in doing what he did to Jota Jota the other day Mm. because he didn't pass. him. In fact, Jota didn't even see him. But he wouldn't care about that. He was in the goal scoring position. I didn't get it. I'll give you a right telling off. Yeah. You no, know, I I wouldn't say he would, he'd be the easiest guy to, to play alongside as a teammate, but you'd, you'd live with him, Nathan. You'd live with him because he's going to score the goals. He's going to win you the match. That's, that's him. That's why he's, he's, he's phenomenal. I've never seen anybody like him. I've never seen anybody can go 20 minutes without touching the ball and not care.
2: Yeah. Because,
0: uh-huh. you see, I think in his head, he's got to be the star of the team, Nathan. Right, he's got to be the star man I think this is his mentality and the way you're the star man without any question of doubt is to score the goals yeah. so if he doesn't care if he doesn't touch the ball he's still going to be the star man because he's going to score two goals as he, as he, as he has done all his career that's what he does so you live with him
1: Portugal find themselves uh, because they finished third in the group on that difficult side of the draw where they played Belgium in the last 16, then potentially Italy, France, if they're to go and mm. defend this. Uh, Bruno Fernandes didn't play, didn't start the game last mm. night and hasn't hit the heights that we saw, certainly from his first year at Manchester United. Maybe what we've seen in the first two games is reflective of his last few months at Manchester United. Do you just put that down to a little bit of fatigue or is there something greater going on with Fernandes? I don't know. I
0: don't know, Knight. In the first match, he played in the first match, and he never got a kick at the ball. Mm. He was terrible. And then he was left out of the team. Right? It wasn't the Fernandes that we saw playing for Manchester United, that's for sure. Now, would, would he be over odd with Ronaldo?
1: Do you mean that would be over odd in the sense he wouldn't be happy that he's not the main man in that Portugal team? Well, or...
0: well, no Ronaldo wouldn't like him to be the main man. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know I'm only guessing Ned, and I don't know. But but he but he was very subdued. Mm. He was very subdued in the match and when he's playing for Manchester United. He he's the cocky one. Yeah. He's the cocky one. Quite rightly so because he does his stuff. I, I, I couldn't believe uh, he was so subdued in that that particular match. And, 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 and I might be, I might, I'm only guessing, I might be very, very unfair on Ronaldo. I don't know. But I think Ronaldo has to be top dog. Mm.
1: Yeah. Uh, Fernandez played a huge amount of games. I think the statistic was since football came back just over a year ago, he's played 82 matches, that maybe this is just a step too far for him, that actually to have the dynamism and the freshness that you need, he just needs a break at this stage.
0: It could it could be Nathan, but but like if, if, when you see a player like that, who, they're, they're really trying hard mm. and they're not getting there. I don't think he didn't look like he was trying hard to me at all. Right. You know, just didn't seem to be. I couldn't believe it was the same guy because you can see when a lad is tired, you know, he can't get there but mm. he's making the effort to get there. I didn't see that with him at all. You know, I was amazed at him, and then he was left out of the team. Yeah. And I think, you know, again, in Ronaldo's situation, Ronaldo would have a huge, huge influence in that dressing room. And with the manager, I think.
1: Um, What about the French? They're still favourites. It looks as though they have one of the more favourable draws. Uh, haven't really clicked into top gear so far. Uh, What have you made of Mbappe?
0: Again, it, and Mbappe, the same as everybody, hasn't really hit the, 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 the level that we know that he can. You know, I mean, little Kante is there, sort of, and Pogba's and, and produced some terrific passes. Uh, but, but Kante is the one that keeps them going all the time. But Mbappe is, is, is a player, as we know, who's a striker and he's very quick. And that. I mean, it's, it's harder for them to shine than, than most other players, Nathan. You know, like, and again, the competition is early, early yet. I mean, yeah. they have qualified. They, 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 they had a couple of matches that didn't play well in uh, at all. So did Portugal. Um, and uh, so did Germany. So, but they're, they're still big teams, Nathan, that, that, grow, that can grow into the competition now. Uh,
1: you mentioned Italy, Italy, I think, could, yeah.
0: be, could be dark horses, Nathan. Italy have gone about their business quietly, they haven't been beaten for a long time. Uh, I know they, they lost uh, uh, Chelini, is it?
1: Yeah, Chelini. yeah.
0: Chelini. I know they lost. Well, he's injured. I don't know if he'll come back again. But there's something about them. There's a good spirit about them. They haven't, I think they haven't lost for over 20 matches. Uh, they're going about their job quietly, you know, qualified well. No fuss about them at all. I think they could be, Could could well, they're a big, t- big team, but I think they could be a big danger. And did, the big boys.
1: Did you see anything uh, in Spain last night in scoring the five goals that suggests maybe they found something at the right time?
0: No, I don't see them. Uh, I don't see them at all, Nathan. Mm. I think they've been. Uh, I, I think the goalkeeper had a nightmare. He, he plays for Newcastle. He's usually a very good Debrafke, goalkeeper, yeah. and, and they did play well, obviously. But I think uh, they were there for the taking. But I think when it came to the big matches, I, I, I have written down. they had them down as tippy-tappy,
1: right?
0: A bit tippy-tappy, but they produced a gem. I think uh, Nathan in, in Padri is it Padri? Yeah. Playing for Juventus, he's I think he's only 18. He, lo- he looks the real McCoy. Now he's he's one to look out for. But I don't I don't see I don't think Spain have been been very good at all. That I think they're a the poor Spanish team in relation to some of the great Spanish teams we've seen.
1: Was it uh, Was it Alan Clark that had all the confidence and didn't let the misses affect him and Mick Jones that would get upset, or the other way around? Mick would get.
0: Mick was very sensitive. lad. right. Uh, Alan Ma- couldn't Ma- give two boots <laughs> about Ma- anybody. Murata
1: looks a bit more of the uh, Mick Jones variety. It, it it does seem to get him when he's having these misses.
0: Yeah, he does. Yeah, he he he, he he's not uh, not deadly enough, Nathan. Mm-hmm. I think he's too. He can be too nice, you know. Like in, 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 in most of the stuff, but Alan Clark particularly, uh, you know. He, he, he and there were and Mick Jones were all different different lads altogether. Mick was very sensitive lad. I mean, if Mick missed a chance, say, come on, Mick, he'd he, he get a bit red in the face. Yeah. If you said to Alan Clark, "You would tell you to F off. <laughs> tell you to F off, no problem. But he'd be more likely to get score the next chance.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, yeah. You know? You need That's a bit of That's the way ass. they
0: are. Strikers are, a lot of strikers are like that, you know? Yeah. They have their own way, they have their own way of doing it
1: essentially you'll put up with them as long as they're scoring goals well I tell
0: you what if I was playing for Ronaldo I wouldn't say come on <laughs> come on Ron <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say a dicky bird <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, John great stuff as always uh, we'll check in with you again next Thursday mind yourself and you Nathan thanks again
2: football on off the ball with Paddy Powers save our game
1: donating at least 100,000 to Irish football via England goals this summer gamble responsibly gamblingcare.ie
2: the OTV podcast network with GetsEtGo. Go black box car insurance lets young drivers bounce past high cost premiums drive safe and save more with GetsEtGo.ie. Go.ie